Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just stop for a minute and just let the Lord make himself real. Sort of settle in. Recognize that he is improving and sharpening your soulical senses. You don't have to understand or even be aware that he's doing that. He's the one who is teaching, and he has taken that responsibility. Also remember your spirit already has all the information you need, all the understanding, all the wisdom, Through your spirit, you have already agreed with everything God is doing in your life and everything he has done in your life. So wherever you are, whatever circumstances you're in, you've agreed to be in those circumstances. Now, I know this brings up some tough questions, but in reality, they're only tough because we misunderstand God. We've been taught that God does good things for us, and the devil and our enemies do bad things. So when something good in our life is happening, we give God thanks and glory and honor. But when bad things are happening, we look for someone to blame. And yes, sometimes we do blame God. And one of the attitude changes that you will find him making in you is that you will over time lose that distinction. You will begin more and more to see every circumstance in your life, mistakes you've made, things that have been done to you, all coming from the hand of God. All from his loving hand. Not to punish us or to bring harm to us. 
He is he is not the God who says you made your bed now you lie in it. He is the the God who says I love you. I want to heal you. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. See, we can't receive the love God wants to give us with all the wounds we've got. So in order to be able to receive unconditionally what he wants to give unconditionally, he needs to heal us. Our wounds, the lies we believe, our expectations, our beliefs. He's in the process of revealing the lies. And sometimes he doesn't even do that. Sometimes he just tells us the truth and the lies just go by the wayside. But what have we constantly emphasized? There's two things we can do to contribute to our training, and that's give God time and attention. And even that is, we find, often so hard. A lot of times if, if God said, I want you to start a ministry or move to Africa or give all your money to the poor, move that mountain, a lot of times those big things are easier than just a constant lifestyle of giving God our time and attention. Your spirit is cooperating with God, and your spirit will not let your soul remain in the condition it is right now. As you give God your time and attention, you will see changes. Very often, we see the changes most when we need encouragement or when we're trying something new. As we learn to live as a new kind of person, a spirit being that has a soul and lives in a body, it doesn't become a new way of living. Our transformation, our completing the resurrection cycle, just simply becomes a new way of life. And one thing, it's hard to start the process of giving God your time and attention. But once you do, the lifestyle that he brings us into 
is almost effortless. It is so much easier than the life we're living now. It's like if if you were an eagle and you could walk or you could fly and you've lived your whole life walking and you've suddenly realized, wait a minute, I've got wings, I can fly. Now, it may take some effort to figure out how to get off the ground, how your wings work. But once you do, it is the wind, it is the air, it is the shape of the wings, it is the way God made you that will keep you afloat, that in soaring above your problems, seeing things from a new perspective, communing with God like you've never believed, like you've never thought you could. But it does take effort to overcome the way you have been living. But it's worth it because that's what God created you to do, to soar with him, to be an eagle, to be what he created you to be. Now, if you're an eagle and you're hanging around with other eagles that all they've ever done is walked around, maybe swam in a pond or whatever, if you're going to learn to live as an eagle and learn to fly, those other eagles may not follow. but you will find other eagles who are soaring. So there may very well be separation. But on the other hand, your your friends and family that you think you're leaving behind, you may be simply setting the example this is what it li- this is what eagles do they fly and just by seeing that you can do it they may decide to join you that may be exactly what god uses in their lives but god knows exactly the circumstance you're in and it, he doesn't hold your past against you, because again, he was there. What are we learning from it? To not let time rob us. Don't let your past or your future rob you of a present peace. And as God quickens your solical senses, and you don't need to know what your solical senses are, and you don't need to know how they operate, just by bringing your senses into contact with your spirit, which is God's job, they will begin to work. It's like when you flip a switch on a light switch, the light comes on. 
or if you need to uh, replace a burnt-out bulb. You don't need to understand how electricity works. You just know that it does. Now, it's fun and it's fine to study and ask questions about our solical senses. But we don't do it so we can understand. We don't do it so our mind can be satisfied. We do it because we have a desire to know, to ask God. And not so we have the answers, not so we can then write a book or teach other people, but because it's part of the relationship. It's like when you're going for a walk with somebody. Which way do you want to go? Let's go this way. Well, why do you want to go that way? Well, it's easier. We can go down by the water. Okay, well, if we go up here, we can have a better view. And you discuss things, not because somebody's right and somebody's wrong, but because through the process you get to know one another. So through the process of God teaching you, God putting these circumstances before you, stretching you, challenging you, putting you in new situations, gaining your trust, you develop relationships. That's the difference between Christianity and all all other religions is our God is alive and well and making himself known to you, you and I and those who love him and wait for him. Why he picks some and not others, I haven't the foggiest. But I'm glad that this is something he is doing for whoever has the desire. And again, the desire comes from him as well. He knows what your tomorrow has in store for you. He knows what you're going through today. And he is the comforter. And so, Lord, for those who need comfort today, comfort and encouragement and strength, Lord, I ask that you pour it out abundantly, more than they could even ask or imagine. Go before them, make the way straight. Lord, open their eyes to be able to, and their heart to be able to receive even a new joy. So, as we, as our soul is brought into alignment with our spirit, because remember, your spirits are already aligned with God. God's spirit and your spirit are one. So your, your spirit, who you truly are, is already one with God. But your soul is not getting much of an advantage of that. We're only getting a little 
bit in our awareness, in our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, let alone our body. And the longer our body has been separated from the tree of life, God, the more our genetic code has broken down. It'll be amazing to see over time as God restores not only our soul but our body, what our body is actually supposed to be like because we don't know. So hopefully you've been doing some homework just to raise your awareness of supernatural activity. And let's just review that real quick. The difference between the solical and the supernatural. Now, if you want to go to the website at therainersclub.org, there's the a whole section on what I've termed the three realms of reality. Now, this is just my approach. And I believe this is, again, just a, a simple way that God has shown me that has helped me to understand, and I'm just sharing it with you. But there's three realms of reality. Not heavens, not earth, not, it's, not dimensions, just realms. And I'm not going to get too caught up in how they, how they work physically or anything. So we have the natural realm, the supernatural realm, realm, and the spiritual realm. And in each one of those realms, laws and, and dynamics and relationship and beings exist in each one of those realms. Levels of authority levels of power and even responsibility and the definition how life functions is different for each one of those realms. So there's natural and then the supernatural. Now supernatural, super is just, just means above, above the natural. So the natural is the lowest, then above natural is the supernatural. And then above that is the spiritual. Now, this is a great example of of how we understand things. Because the supernatural realm is not really above the natural. And the spiritual is not really above the supernatural. Those are just terms and understandings that we can grasp a very complex relationship with our finite minds. It's like trying to understand eternal life. What we have come up with is walking on streets of gold and being happy forever, heaven. When that's really not it at all. Eternal life 
is not quantity, it's quality. It's a it's the very nature of God. But we don't know that. We don't we have not experienced that. So we relate it to something we do understand. So when I say that the supernatural is above the natural, and I've got a little chart there that the authority in the in the supernatural realm is above the authority in the natural. And likewise in the spiritual, the power and authority of the spiritual is over the supernatural and the natural. And yet it's not linear. It's not really we to try to find terms to explain the truth of how they coexist at all at any given time. For instance, where you are right now, you are existing in the natural, the supernatural, and the spiritual right now. Without you being aware of it, it is your reality. You can't not be existing in all three of those realms. But I would wager that using that you're using your physical senses to relate to your life, your circumstances, your environment. And because you're only using your natural senses, you're only relating to the natural realm. Which is why we're spending time with God, giving him our attention so he can quicken our solical senses. So we can be not only aware of the natural and what's going on in the natural, but also what's going on in the supernatural realm. Talk about the supernatural and the solical. We could say that the solical realm is really not a realm in in and of itself. It is simply a part of the supernatural realm. But it's, we could say there's different countries, there's different areas within the supernatural realm. You and I, because we are a spirit being that has a soul and lives in a body, our existence is not, is limited in the supernatural realm because the supernatural realm is not our home. We are above the supernatural realm because we are spirit beings. There are only two kinds of spirit beings, God and regenerated Christians, those that have been re-spirited. So then what's going on in the supernatural? Just keeping it simple for right now, The supernatural beings are angels and demons. Now, I'm not sure what other creatures are there. I'm not sure if animals have souls. I'm not sure if aliens or ghosts or anything Trees have souls. I don't know, but they could. 
But in the supernatural realm, let's say they do. So there would be a realm or a country, an island, an area of influence where animals' souls received life, where they functioned beyond the natural realm, where they had additional senses, whether we want to say intuition or, or conscience or something above the natural. Likewise, there's an angelic area. They're over here. And then over here there's the demonics, the demons and the critters. And then there's maybe ghosts over here and then aliens over here. It's all the supernatural realm in that supernatural senses function there. But the way animals' souls function and our souls function and angels' souls function are going to be different, even though the same senses are used. There are different laws for each group. There are different levels of power and authority. Now, we have a lot to learn about how the supernatural realm works. But here's what I want you to to ask God about, because I don't want you to believe this because I tell you. I want you to believe this because God tells you. It is my sincere and honest belief that God wants people who have been Christians who have been respirited. He wants us to know how the supernatural realm works. And he wants us to know by experience. He does not want us ignorant of the supernatural realm. For one thing, our soul functions there. God created the supernatural realm for us just as he created the natural realm for us. No matter what, as you spend time with God, he will have his way with you. And it is better that we embrace the, the, with, un, with enthusiasm and acceptance that this is an area that he wants us to overcome our own misbeliefs, our own fears, not through, again, not through understanding, but by God bringing us through experiences. And what often how he does that is he starts small. He starts little things just to encourage us that, yes, we're hearing from him. Or, yes, those supernatural abilities that we have disconnected from, and sometimes even natural abilities that we have disconnected from over time because we've been so separated generation after generation from 
eternal life that we were meant to be fully engaged with, that they are still resident in your soul and they are still resident in your body. And as we spend time with connected to our spirit, those senses are quickened. They start to operate. And as we recognize that, we can just simply start to enjoy the process. This is, again, one of the ways he encourages us. And just to give you a quick little example, um, this just happened to me, and again, it's just a a nice, simple little thing. Uh, I'm live in a community that has a homeowners association and I'm president of the board and because I live closest to the pool I have I keep an eye on certain things going on and we have a sign in sheet and I was driving past the the pool and I just got the thought that I wonder if they're short on sign in sheets so I turned around back in and went to the pool attendant, how are you doing with the sign-in sheets? And, no, we're fine. We've got plenty of them. And I just, you know, okay, I came all the way back here. Can you just check? You know, can you just double-check? And so they went through and they found out, well, no, those weren't all sign-in sheets. Those were other things. And they only had a sign-in sheet enough for a couple hours, and I actually needed to go get them some. So, That's a simple thing. God gave that to me to encourage me and to hopefully to encourage you. It doesn't have to be about big things. And that's how we're going to find out is we're just going to start to live another way, live a new life, receiving eternal life. So thank you for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again this time next week. Until then, this has been Diane Thomas of Frainers Radio. Have a great night.